What's going on guys? Welcome to our preview for Shadowbringers, the upcoming expansion for Final Fantasy XIV, which is an MMO in case you don't know. We're going to be talking about the upcoming expansion coming out next Tuesday, but if you've pre-ordered, you'll be able to play it this Friday. We're going to be going through some videos, uh, find out what's new in the expansion, get you guys maybe excited for it. For those of you who do play it, and for those of you who do not play it, maybe get you to join us on Coral. Mm -hmm. Join our free company. Is that what they're called? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I play the game, I swear. Good. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. Before we get into all that, real quick, because we are not doing a taste cast because we already did one earlier this week, so make sure to check that out if you want that content. Uh, but make sure to download and play Sonic Mania and Borderlands Handsome Collection. Downloads come back at the end of the month after you've played them and join us for Plus Club. Let us know what you thought of those games. We'll let you know we thought of those games on our game of the month randomly, not randomly picked. Chris picked it. Path of Exile. It's free to play, so you can play it pretty much on everything, and you'll probably enjoy it. And then come back, talk to us on Game of the Month. We also have a Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. Also, two things. We are playing around with the idea of potentially doing a tabletop show that will not be scheduled. Let us know in the comments if that sounds interesting to you, whether it's pen or paper, pen and paper, or tabletop games. We're thinking about all of it. Uh, thought it'd be kind of fun to do that. And if there's any games that you think we should be playing, if we did do that, let us know in the comments as well. Also, um... I had something else I was going to say, and I completely... Disclaimer. Oh, disclaimer as well when it comes to this topic. None of us are pretending to be experts on Final Fantasy XIV, so if there's something that we get wrong, let us know in the comments, inform us, and we can talk about it. And if there's something we miss, something that you're excited about in fourteen or Shadowbringers that we don't cover, let us know. We can go back and talk about it as well. Um, yeah, there was some other thing I was going to talk about as well, and I forgot what the fuck it was. Oh, well. Um, okay, so yeah, Shadowbringers is coming out very soon. Mm -hmm. uh, I got a chance to play a little bit at E3. That got me kind of excited to play Final Fantasy XIV again, um, which I have been doing, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, kind of uh, run us through uh, what is Shadowbringers, how much is it, when is it coming out? I kind of already covered that, and what can we expect uh, simply? Just educate me. Let me know. I don't know. I'm a noob. So, uh, you mentioned earlier that... Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, go ahead. We just put these pop filters in. If this bothers you, if we got enough people who hate this, let us know. We'll take them down. We're experimenting. Yes. That's what I was going to say. I don't know why this popped up as soon as you started talking. Yeah, I was like, ah, Eureka. Anyway, right. that would have driven me nuts the rest of the fucking episode. Anyway, please continue. Yeah, so, uh, like you kind of brought up earlier, uh, the early access for if you have pre-ordered the game, or the expansion, I should say, uh, it was Friday, June 28th, uh, and if you are not into pre-ordering, which is completely understandable, and you just want to play at launch, the launch is Tuesday, July 2nd, um, and I do believe that is, I don't know what time that is, so depending on your part of the world, that, that could be different. You'll just have one to go to the Shadowbringers website or Amazon or something like that, though I'm sure you'll be able to get the info there. I am choking a word, sorry. Um... As far as cost of entry uh, for it, the it starts at forty dollars or thirty nine ninety nine USD, and depending on how fancy you want to get, there are multiple tiers and multiple versions. I like to get fancy. The game is available on PlayStation Four, PC, Mac, and Steam is a separate version from just the PC version. Is it? Yes. So if you buy the game on Steam, you must buy every expansion on Steam and nowhere else. If you buy it on PS4, you may buy the 
uh, expansions through the PlayStation Network or from Square Enix's store. You buy the PC version. Do you still play on the same servers? Yes. Okay. The client, though, is different. Weird. Yeah. Is yeah. it on Xbox? No. Really? Uh, the cross-play between Sony and Microsoft thing. Wow, okay. Yeah. That fucking sucks. Yeah, so uh, wherever you buy it, continue buying it there. Don't alternate. Uh, you will make a huge mistake if you buy the ver the PC version from Square Enix's store and then you buy go to Steam and you buy the expansion or vice versa. They are not compatible. So um, something I wish they would make easier, but they don't. So, but so yeah, thirty nine ninety nine with pre order will get you. Um, an Aetherite earring, which is just an accessory you get, which levels up with you starting from level 1 all the way till 71 and gives you 30% more EXP and stats according to whatever job you're playing and your level. So uh, it is one piece of gear you don't have to think of, think about for most of the game. And then cool. uh, you also get a minion, which is a little gremlin who is in the CG trailer uh, laughing at the warrior light if you caught that video if not yeah, I recommend watching it it is not on our list today <clears throat> uh, then there's collector's editions this is the digital and uh, version of it which is $59.99 same platforms and then if you if there's any left first off but if you can, uh, want there is a physical edition for collector's edition it's $199.99 it comes with uh a minion of Fran from Final Fantasy XII. It comes with a mount, which I can't read the name on this tiny screen. One second. It comes with Squall's Gunblade as a cosmetic item for Gunbreaker, yeah. which is a new job, which I will cover in a second here uh, in the expansion. Um, I still can't get the name of the mount for some reason. There we go. Uh, Grani mount. I might be mispronouncing that, sorry. And... You get a deck of playing cards in the physical version. You get a logo sticker cling, an art book, and a uh, Dark Knight figurine uh, from the game. Very fancy. Very fancy. And an art box. So which one should I get? Because I want the earring. I think for you, because I'm sure you want the mount as well. Yes. And you probably like the idea of the the gun blade, Squall's gun Oh, blade. yeah. I'd probably get the digital collector's edition. It's $59.99. Okay. Um, Square better fucking pay us for this advertisement. Yeah, this is not ad advertised. If yeah, we are not being paid. I would I would have a script at that point instead of just free <laughs> doing it this way. Here at Tasty Loot Gaming, we love Square Enix and think they are the leaders of MMOs and RPGs That's in the world. Gross. <laughs> um, so some quick details. Uh, coming with the expansion, we get a new... Uh, Story is also an extension of the story. This is the third expansion uh, in the, the MMO now. And um, with that was new zones, new dungeons, new you know challenges and stuff like that. And new then shit. we get a new race. We get the Viera from uh, Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy XII's worlds uh, as a female playable race. And we get the Hrothgar, which I believe are supposed to be uh, influenced from Final Fantasy X's Ronz Ronzo. Yep. Yeah, um, and they're male only. You we're also getting two new jobs: Gunbreaker, which is a tank, uses a gun blade, looks. and then yeah, go ahead. Sorry, looks well. I, I keep wanting to say looks cool, but I don't know what the fuck they do. I just keep hearing gun blade. I'm like, fuck yes. He's like, I love. I, don't know I love hell. everything about that. I don't know what it does. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it's a tank. I'm like, that's cool. That's weird, but it's cool. Yeah. Gun blade. 
their the combat stance is very much I love like, it. <laughs> yes. And then uh, dancer is the other job, which, which is a ranged awesome. physical job with support. Yeah. Uh, these two chakram chakrams. Um, correct my English, please. And uh, and put a lot on Chevy's shoulders. Yeah. Chris, feel free to back him up for sure. Uh, and great. Yeah, and then they they do uh, essentially dances to uh, add benefits to the party by doing essentially a version of the game Simon if you're familiar where you you follow the color combos so, so range DPS and support but mm -hmm. you kind of told me that most of the range DPS in the game is they're support. they're borderline uh, yeah they do a little support as well yeah sure. dancer is just going to be extra supportive compared to the other two because I know a lot of people were almost expecting it to be something else healer yeah exactly and I think it's actually really neat that they went the route of not doing what's expected with it even with the the gunbreaker mm -hmm. um, just because you'd expect that just to be DPS I would yeah. at least. That, um, that's where my head goes to, but I also don't have enough information on Final Fantasy VIII to compare it. Sure. So. But uh, well, when I think of a gun blade, I think of a fucking person swinging a sword and shooting someone from a distance. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a fucking a tank to me, aside from maybe pulling enemies by shooting them, which is kind of cool. Uh, so that's really interesting, but I do like that they kind of pushed the boundaries and went, you know what, let's, let's give tanks some love, let's give ranged DPS, let's get another one in there. Um, but still add that support that you would maybe expect from someone who would like, you know, a bard or something, a dancer of some kind in a game. Mm -hmm. um, I want to remind people, I am the least experienced when it comes to Final Fantasy XIV, so I'm just throwing words out there, and you're like, there's already a bard, like that. Well, I'm fine. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but I think it's, I think uh, what they've done with, uh, with the classes, the ones they're adding, is really cool. Uh, two questions I want to ask both of you, unless you have more to add. That's pretty much just a general summary. I know it was pretty long, but I mean, MMOs are big games, so. For sure, yeah. That's why I was like, take it away, Chevy, but no pressure. <laughs> Fucking, there's a lot that they're adding, and uh, you know, I have no idea. Um, I know basics, you know. Uh, so when it comes to the two new classes, um, is there uh, either of those that you're interested or definitely going to play? I'm sure you guys will dabble in them. I'm interested in both. Um, I, I think Dancer looks fun. And I yeah. think the entire community, not to speak for the entire community, but from what I've seen online, mm. polls, just people talking, I think Dancer is going to be very popular initially. Yeah. And if it's fun, continue. As an outsider of the game, but someone who's played off and on for years, um, that is when I saw the gameplay of the Dancer, I was like, oh, that's really cool looking. I really like the animations. Oh, yeah. I thought the trailer they did, there was like a minute long, was, was neat enough. And uh, just the, the idea of that being, uh, uh, you know, fighting from a distance with the with the with chakrams mm -hmm. um, was was a cool idea. So that is something I'd like to see more on the Gunbreaker because apparently I just haven't seen much on it. I just heard Gunblade, I'm like, I'm sold. Yeah, the, the, the Gunbreaker does a lot of uh, moves where you know, you are using ammo to empower your moves and stuff like that. So, okay. uh, and you can also like throw moves at people and stuff like that too. So that is cool. Um, you'll see, well, we're going to watch a job action trailer at some point. Um, there's no descriptions in any of this. I am going to emphasize that any information, if you want deep dive information, I'm going to give some free promo to the guy, but Mr. Happy has done a really good job of breaking down every new change coming to every single job so this is purely a conversation episode on what's upcoming and our, yeah. our hype level of it yeah um, and the reason we're being careful too is because with games like this there's typically hardcore fans they might be looking for something particular super passionate and i don't want to yeah. you know lead you on to something like this is literally just us talking so. yeah we're just hanging out yeah, yeah. 
And if you, if you're excited, man, join the conversation. This is definitely more of like the, the casual talk of Final Fantasy. Yeah. So if you're like kind of interested or you're already interested, you're just here to hang out with us essentially. So if you want information, there are people who are definitely equipped for that better. So. Yeah. But for anybody who doesn't play the game and, you know, listening to us talking about it and curious about it, it's, you know, obviously we're going to talk about it. So. Yeah. So you are interested in Dancer. More so than the Gunbreaker. Gunbreaker. Yeah. But I am probably going to hold off on both initially. Um, mm -hmm. Just because I know there's gonna be a lot of them right off the bat, yeah. So I, 100%. I just kind of want to go through the story. I already jokingly said earlier, but it's definitely gonna be fucking Bunny World Online. Bunny uh, dancers everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris, when it comes to those classes, any interest in either of them, both of them, or one you're definitely gonna play over the other one? Both of them for sure I'm interested in, but I mean I play a lot of tank as it is. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty much my primary role, so I'm interested to see a new tank and see what they can do. Um, but the dancer I'm really interested in because I really like support style classes, and from what I've heard. Um, this is going to be up the range DPS, probably the lowest in like damage, but the most in versatility what they offer to a party. So like okay. buffs, and they offer um, apparently they offer healing as well, very minimal healing, but just enough to kind of carry the group through a little bit here and there. So they almost um, seem like a jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah, they kind of sound like that from what I've heard. Like red mage. Um, yeah. Yeah, kind of like red mage. And I think that early on you're going to get a lot of people hyped to play Dancer because, you know, it's a newer job and people have always liked Dancers. But I think it's going to have a big fall off because, again, it's more support focused than the other ranged DPSs. For sure. Yeah. Are you going to try, I mean, I'm sure you will, but so you're more excited for Gunbreaker then? Just because it's more of... see what another tank can do. Yeah. Sure. How many tanks are there? This will be the fourth. This will be the fourth one. Okay. What are the other three? Warrior, Paladin, okay. Dark Knight. Okay, cool. And, you know, Warrior, Paladin, Dark Knight all kind of have that, like, you know, medieval fantasy thing to them. So it's kind of cool they're adding something different to that, so. Actually, with Warrior, they went very Berserker-like. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, Paladin is, is what you think it is, and Dark Knight is what you think it is. But, yeah. Warrior was a, a nice surprise, because I, honestly, I would expect... Another just two-handed mm -hmm. plate mail guy, and that's what I wore in my like head. I was thinking furs and like skimpy clothing, and they're just swing wildly. So. Which I think would work with like how the Rothgar look. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely! They look sure. really cool. Yeah, really yeah. good aesthetic. Um, I also saw some stuff uh, of them being like monks, which looks really cool too, because they're mm -hmm. real big, you know. So um, I think a lot of things can fit monk pretty well, though. So definitely, I kind of miss my monk. I've only I've only been gone for a little bit, but. I'm like, oh man, I, I miss just doing fucking car wheels and backflips and shit. Uh, Play Ninja. We will, we will, yeah, I'd be curious. This is the first time I've actually moved over to a different class, so it's it's weird that I play this game for this long and only played pretty much one class, aside from Pugilist, I guess. Technically. It's Monk. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Baby Monk. Yeah. Um, I've played Baby Monk and Monk, pretty much. Uh, so, real quick, um... I'm playing a cat boy, mm -hmm. the Makote. Mm -hmm. uh, what are you guys playing right now? I play a obviously you can switch anytime. Female Aura. I, once again, pronunciation. I'm sorry. Is that the dragon? Draconic people. Yeah. yeah. And then Chris, you're playing. I'm lightning. He's a female human. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Or hum. Um, the reason I ask is just to give people insight, but also, um, are you interested in possibly changing over to one of the two new races coming? 
tempted, yes, but I actually really like my character, so probably not. That's the thing I keep running into, is I actually really like the way my guy looks constantly. Whenever I change his outfit or whatever, I still like the way he looks. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of nailed that, because sometimes I'll play a character in a game for a while, and after a while I'm like, kind of bored with the way my dude looks. Um, but, you know, if I was going to pick one of the two, I'd probably pick Vera, but I know everybody else is going to fucking yeah, play those. Because um, they're really cool looking and something people have really wanted, but at the same time, I kind of want to get that. You said there's like that um, program you can download and check out. It's the benchmark. Yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of want to download that and check that out because I am interested also in the, in the Rothgar. I know some people are not stoked about it, some people are definitely stoked for it. Oh, yeah. And uh, I feel like that one's going to get a lot less um, action at first than the Vera, just because when those come out, that's going to be the one everybody's going to want to snatch up, mm -hmm. um, which is cool. But. Uh, because right now you said like the cat people are the most popular, which would make sense. I think there's a website that does like is a census, and uh, I think female Makote are the most played race out of active players right now. That's interesting. So. I mean, it makes sense to me completely. But uh, but I I think the Rothgar look cool, and I welcome. We've talked about this in prior episodes, but um, uh, Final Fantasy lacks any kind of big savage type race you know the only thing they have on that is the rogadan rogadan yeah um who you know i kind of blindly guessed my way into guessing correctly that they're very scholarly looking very proud very stand up straight but they're the biggest class mm -hmm. in the game they're the ones you would probably pick if you wanted like you know you like your buff characters your big characters yeah and rothgar i think offers something more to what somebody looking looking for something yeah. like that uh something i always bring up uh josh i think would play because josh oh, likes to sure. play big buff fucking i'm gonna beat the shit out of everybody type <laughs> characters and i think that's right up his alley um and i'm kind of curious on on maybe trying them out so i'd like to see the customization options plus they're the newest of the races so they're gonna probably look they're really good yeah, yeah. <laughs> which it's very appealing to me because i'm yeah. like oh new graphics oh new graphics <laughs> new assets um but yeah, so you said that you're kind of like, eh, Chris? I'm not switching, I've, so. I've, I've been contemplating it, but I probably won't switch. Um, if I switch anything, I'll switch to a, a here male instead of a here female. Um, but the newer races, I probably won't touch for a while, if at all. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I have a uh, thing of Fantasia, what the fuck it's called, um, from something. It's just in my Beating inventory. Leaking. Yeah. The original yeah. 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm tempted to use it because I have it. Fucking use it or lose it type thing. No, I'm not going to lose it. You can store it. Yeah. Use it anytime. But, uh, but I'm curious. Um, I do feel like just because I'm that asshole who goes against the grain, I'm like, oh, everybody's going to do that. I'm not going to do that kind of fucking thing uh, that I kind of want to check out the Rothgar just because so obviously plenty of people are going to play. So I have the benchmark installed on my computer and I have made two Vera, two Rothgar, because every race has, you know, two clans, essentially, mm -hmm. which does have, it's a light and dark version, essentially. Yeah. And, uh, I, I was able to make Hrothgar I really liked, which is, uh, neat, because when I originally, uh, saw the Hrothgar, I was not, uh, interested in them at all. Yeah. With the trailer they presented for them. It was kind of grainy looking, too, it's and the music was trailer. very off-putting. But after making one, I was able to make one I really like. So yeah, that, that's good to hear though, because yeah. I think I was probably the most sold out of us three on that. Mm. And uh, 
I also agree that I don't think they really showed it off as well as they, they could have. They I did think not, I think no. they did a way better job with so pretty dark everything video. else they've shown. Yeah. It was really fucking dark and the quality wasn't that great. So I was like, it's a weird way to show this off. It's like, oh, look at this thing. Oh, I barely got to look around. Oh, that's fine. You don't really need to see it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Looks pretty cool. Pretty exciting. Um, although I'm more so excited for the classes. So, and oh, I need to download that program because that will give me a diff uh, definitive um, uh, opinion on if I want to switch it on. Because I really like the way my guy looks. Yeah, you get the whole character creator. So you can, yeah. you can make... Uh, both races. So. And you said you can put them in the benchmark and watch and watch them. them play as a Dark Knight through it. Yeah, okay. you can even pick their armor and stuff. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah. So, is there anything else we want to talk about? Um, you got the you bought the uh, special amazing fancy version. Are you excited for that? I yes, I'm very excited for it. The figure that comes with it is very cool looking. I hope it looks just as good in person. So. Yeah. Off topic, but not quite. Fully off topic. Final Fantasy VII's fucking first whatever the hell edition. That's like three hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. yeah, I uh, I really want that. Me too. But by the time I have the the money, I think it'll probably be sold out. We can pay yeah. Friday. <laughs> I got Fuck other, it. I got other that things fucking I money. have to do. But yeah. Yeah. I keep looking at that. I'm like, God, that's fucking dope. But um. Most of the money you're spending on that is the figuring. 100%. It's crazy. Because I was watching a video kind of comparing the two higher priced ones and pretty much all of the differences. And one's like, I think the other one's like 100 bucks or 80 bucks, something like that. Probably 80, I would guess. Yeah, it's not, it's not that expensive. And then that one is 300 something. I'm like, how big is that fucking thing? Yeah, Squish figures are very expensive. I think I saw it at E3. Probably. It was pretty saw big. the watches and then they, they yeah. put them up for sale later. By yeah. the way, $2,500. How can you put a price on fashion like that, man? Beer Fun Fantasy Family. Cloud version and a Sephiroth version. Get both. Wear them both. Look really dumb. And advertise. They're like, I got expendable income. Take it from me. Also, Rob also me. On Final Fantasy VII, I read somewhere that if you pre order right now the digital versions, you get a uh, Cloud or and Sephiroth theme for your PS4. Ooh. Man, I'm not uh, a fan of pre-ordering, but that's pretty tempting. Sick. As I, as I pre-ordered Shadowbringers, I did that strictly to get in three days early, though. Yeah. And I wanted the figure, obviously, but... Yeah. If I, if I, well... Yeah, if I buy that thing, the the one with the earring and shit, mm -hmm. that would... That people who are really, really into this are like, it's a fucking blah, blah, blah. So figure it out. Um... <laughs> I'll get early access. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You get a, you get a code that lets you get an early access, but in order to still play on the second on Tuesday, the launch day, you have to put in the actual registration key. Yeah. Which I'm hoping I get my uh, version in the mail on time then, because I'm gonna be really upset if Tuesday comes around and like something happens in transit and I don't get my code. Yeah, that'd be upsetting. I'd be pretty tempted to just go buy a code real quick, which I don't want to spend an extra 40 bucks, but I would hate to not be able to log in anymore until I get that, so. Not quite the same, but when I bought the uh, Monster Hunter World um, PS4 Pro, mm -hmm. um, it was going to show up day of release, but if you bought it digitally, you got to play it that night. Yeah. So I bought it digitally, and then my PS4 came in the next day. <laughs> so... I get it, kind of, like, <laughs> like uh, I want to play this right now, so. 
Um, I've never actually bought anything out of the Square Enix store, so I don't know how good they are about shipping things. So I really hope they are. Good I see so much cool shit in there, and I'm like, I don't want orders from not Amazon or something because I know it'll show soon. up. Yeah. Um, also, real quick, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Amazon's got that black chocobo thing oh, yeah. going on. If you spend uh, $19.99 or more on gaming-related items that, that qualify, and it will say in the item description, it'll say black chocobo DLC, which is funny they call it DLC, but mm -hmm. uh, I guess technically... It's technically it's, downloadable content. Um, content. You get a code within 48 hours, so be patient. It uh, did almost take two days for me. Yeah, me too. Uh, but you get a code that gives you a fat black chocobo that wears a little uh, crown. Yeah, he's got a crown. And I mentioned that, I was like, oh, I didn't notice that. Fuck, first thing I saw, I was like, that fat chocobo has a fucking crown on. Yeah, it's <laughs> and it's, it's a, a free mount, which... <clears throat> he's cool. He's fat, though. The tip Real I fat. would give, if you need some game time for 14, just buy the two-month game time card like you did or digital yeah. code it counts that's literally the reason i'm playing right now it's because that fat choke about i was like uh oh better get that yeah that's, i was like well i got two so that's the smartest way to do it i bought a game for my switch because i i wanted to pick it up anyway so it kind of just gave me an excuse so. war groove war groove yeah which is uh hard i it is very hard um <laughs> i think it is cross platform though is it i have it on pc and i was like ah fuck i gotta buy it for switch now but yeah, I, I ran into a mission that really pushed me. So, yeah, we... no, there's some there's that game gets hard as fuck, dude. Yeah. Like I was doing really good, also I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Anyway, Sorry. let's get back to Final Fantasy. <laughs> I just want to make sure people knew about the Amazon thing. This is just the Final Fantasy 14 Shadowbringers fucking discussion. So and it's tasty, but it's no format. Trying to hook you guys up. Um, yeah, so we got four videos. I'll let you know what we're going to watch. So, you know, before we get into it, we're going to be watching the Shadowbringers benchmark trailer, which I am told is gameplay. Of the game. It, assets from in the game, not gameplay. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so it's <laughs> going to be showing us stuff. Uh, then we got the Shadowbringers Dungeon Crawl, which I believe shows new dungeons. Previews of the dungeons. Not all of them, some of them. Then we got Mr. Happy. Shout out to Mr. Happy. Go check out his channel. Uh, talking about the new trust system uh, that is coming, which is a new feature. Mm -hmm. So it will be very educational for people like me who do not know shit about this. And then, lastly, we will be watching the job actions video for Shadowbringers, which will be showing uh, changes in the jobs, and specifically, my job, I just acquired Machinist, which uh, I'm playing right now, and I will not have access to that class ever again, because they are changing almost 100%. Yeah, that one's getting nuked. Yeah. Um, I also want to bring up, too, with the, the job actions trailer, it is a mm. visual trailer. There's no information. I want to emphasize again that there are people who have played these jobs at a media tour we're just gonna talk about it yeah and we're just gonna get to look at the visuals and go oh that looks really neat and but um it's gonna yeah. be four minutes five minutes of me just going oh that's cool oh that's cool Ooh, that's cool 15 minutes of that, so if you yeah. need that affirmation <laughs> you need to just have someone back you up on how cool this looks i'm your man yeah. um before we get out real quick uh i've been playing primarily monk since my beginning uh career in Final fantasy 14 recently i spent all my weekend, the whole fucking thing. From Friday morning, I went to work, obviously. Oh, yeah. Came back home, played all of Saturday from 1 p.m. to about 3 a.m. Up until today, when we're filming, I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV because I got my subscription back. I'm like, ah, oh, I should play. Everybody's like, yeah, get out of 2. 2.0. 2.0. 2.0. Just get out of that. That it gets way better. It gets way better. Just keep going. And I did that, and it took me a long time to get there. 
Finally, I've gotten into Heaven's Ward. Um, Yo, I got I gotta jump in real quick. Sorry. Yes, he sir. he had had done two last time he he hopped in. Which if you hear me throw this around, and you don't play. That is the original game before they started adding content to it. And then usually what they do is they have a bunch of a series of patches, which are referred to by number. Uh, so think of it as chapters in a book. And leading up to the expansion, the process got a lot smoother later. In the beginning, they were still figuring out their, their flow and what the expansions were going to be and stuff like that. So the hump, we'll call it, from 2.1 to 2.5 um, can, especially earlier in it, feel more like keeping you busy and less storytelling and that's because that's what they were doing they were keeping you busy at the time and it has not translated well to today so that is a hump that everyone has to get through unless you choose to buy your way through it uh, totally your choice but yeah we were not recording the whole time yeah are you serious yeah anyway what? we're fine um yeah <laughs> It's fine. Uh, at this point in the video, you're going to start seeing Chris. He was not being recorded, and the audio should be better at this point. Um, <laughs> anyway. Wow. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I just looked down. I'm like, where's the recording time at? Um, so anyway, uh, been playing Monk this whole time, and I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Finally got to the new section just got machinist start playing it and i'm from what i'm told so far it's gonna be completely different from what i've seen so far it looks fucking awesome so that's the reason why i picked it it's not based off of what i'm playing now but uh i had a similar experience with final fantasy 15 and that is i've been playing it and i've been enjoying it enough but then i finally got to a point where i'm like oh this is actually really cool and that's where there's this like 40 minute cutscene that I sat through, but it was really fucking cool. And anyone who plays the game knows there's that part at the very end of the whole uh, original content, right before you go to the next section that, uh, that has a, a really cool uh, sequence that sets up the next part of the, the next expansion. And I think that's the part where I finally kind of got like more energetic about wanting to progress through the game storyline wise. Cause before that I was just, playing the MMO, it's set up very differently than than other MMOs. And it's fine or whatever, but you know, that that video, that whole sequence, whatever, actually like I was like, wow, this actually this is starting to feel like a Final Fantasy to me. This is starting to feel um bigger storyline wise. So uh for anybody kind of, you know, still starting the game and playing through that, uh get to that point and I feel like you might uh maybe have an experience similar to mine because I'm actually pretty I'm feeling refreshed coming to a new area, zones I've never been to. And for anyone who plays the game a lot, you're like, oh, it was a while back. But for me, like, you know, it's it's cool to finally get to a part of the game where I'm like, oh, shit. There's like a whole new horizon to this game now. I almost feel like I'm playing a new game now. It's it's interesting. So I'm looking forward to the changes they make with mm -hmm. Machinist, which I will be, um, I think we'll be watching in the video. Correct? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yep. So um, anything you guys want to add uh, to your experience with the game? Obviously, you guys have been playing it for a long time. Or... Um, sorry, I'm still trying. I'm the whole debacle there. Um, you fixed it before it was a major issue. So I, uh, I started the game pretty close to launch. I actually didn't pick it up at launch cause I did participate in the original. 
uh, 1.0 yeah, awful during the beta of it and I went oh no and I didn't want to play and so when Same. they took it down and then decided to rebuild it and make 2.0 um, I was a little interested but I was also still hesitant and then I heard people say it's really good so I I did start playing pretty early and off and on throughout the years um, this is probably my longest stint of playing it yeah, it's my fault too so yeah because um, I was like it's game of the month and so and some, it's been game of the month something since. something they changed uh during storm blood uh was enough to to keep me like constantly at attention with the game but i played dragoon uh as my main through the uh a realm reborn story and the heaven's word story and then when storm blood came out i uh switched to samurai it's because i played it in final fantasy 11 and i wanted to try it out in 14 as well um, they're not very similar but it is still very fun um and then as far as like other jobs i have played to max levels of content uh, in a realm reborn i um, i think i only had dragoon but in heaven's ward i maxed out summoner as well so i had experience that and in stormblood i have white mage now so uh those those are what i know mm. everything else i i like you were asking me questions about machinists i was like i have no idea Sorry. <laughs> All I know is kicking and punching. <laughs> yeah, and Monk, I don't know either. So you pick two jobs. I'm like, I can like look it up for you, but yeah. <laughs> no experience. So, Anything you want to add, Chris? Uh, I have experience in uh, class and every type of role. Yeah. I, I have I've 170 in well. each, except for ranged melee DPS is the only one I don't have maxed yet. But oh, right, right. I've got enough so experience you've been everything. been all over mm-hmm. the place. I got 70 around. tank, 70 healer, 70 caster, 70 melee DPS. Mm-hmm. Nice. nice. What's that like? Being an expert. Uh, no, being, I'm not an expert. Being the best. But... <laughs> he does have to remember things more than I do, though, because being a tank, you do need to like have some retained information. So no, you go mechanics. go play with some random people at a big ass convention and, and you just pick up tank and be Titania easily. I mean you could just be the really simple tank and just sit there like I got threat in this one. Mechanics or whatever, you guys deal with it. I'm standing here holding threat. I'm i I'm just so happy when I see a tank just hold threat and pull threat the way they're supposed to. It's so nice. Or get healed. Oh yeah, when I get healed, when I get hit, it's so nice. <laughs> or if I get I get killed and I get res pretty quick, I'm like, oh nice. I'm glad they're paying attention. Yeah. Because every once in a while you play someone and they're just like, well, I don't know what's going on back there. I'm looking over here. <laughs> hey, look at this thing over there. That's like, hey, do you know your kid's out in the street? I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking over here. All, All right. right. So uh, let's jump into the video. First one is benchmark trailer. Uh, yeah, let's do it. You ready, Chris? Yep. All right. Three, two, one, and go. And I haven't seen any of these, I don't think. I saw a little bit of the job one, but only yeah. specific classes I was showing me. Jobs. Yeah, no. Laptop is not happy. It's Derp Lander. That's what they call him, right? Yeah. Hold on, we're having issues. We're going to restart the video, yeah. Okay. Bump everything down to 720. Laptop is pissed. Pissed. All right, Chris, are you ready again? Aye, aye, Captain. Okay. Just give me one second. And 
All right. Three, two, one, and go. That already seems a lot smoother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I won't be discussing too much story stuff because it is. Um, yeah, I don't want to do spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Although, if you'd like us to talk about spoiler shit, let us know in the comments. Or you can find us in the Discord. Or you can find us in Discord. Or you can join our fucking free company, which Stop. I think is Tasty Luke Lindman. Yep. On Coral. Which is on the new uh, data center, which I am struggling to remember the name of. Crystal? I think it's Crystal. Yeah, it is. So that's the mount you get with the collector's edition. It's so weird looking. Cool. And the environments are gorgeous. Oh yeah, they I love are. the colors. That's so what my hair looked like for a little bit. Crystal tower. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I like the imagery oh, yeah. of this expansion. Yeah, me too. Fun little note, this, this area Mm -hmm. Was uh, what either was or was supposed to be in 1.0. Oh, really? And, and yeah, so it didn't really get utilized, and now they've you know remade it essentially to fit this. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Hopefully, they've made adjustments that are more uh, modern to the game and not the old designs of cities that are really fucking annoying to walk through <laughs> in the original game. It's ah! <laughs> a war. Boys. Oh, yeah. Him chonk. If you're paying a close attention to a lot of this, you'll catch a lot of new stuff. Um, it would take me a long time to do a breakdown. I'm sure someone has done it already, though. Also, I love this song. Is that a machinist? Yes, it was. Yeah. The cowboy hat? Yeah. Yep. Kid Rock? Derp Lander. There's a term used for the Warrior of Light or your character as presented Ooh. in the trailers. Yeah. Too bad you can't do that in That'd be a great way to start combat. Very cool. you do <laughs> showing off some of the underwater stuff is it underwater areas uh -huh. yeah as of uh was that stormblood that did that or was that oh, I, so. I can't remember where they added it yeah there's spear I think fishing mm. yeah, i think it's stormblood as well but i don't quote me on that <laughs> oh god 
And obviously it's all cluttered and designed this way because it's a benchmark. Those people were, yeah, for so sure. So those little short guys, those are called, I believe they're called Nomu, and they first appeared from what I recall, Final Fantasy Tactics Yeah, I Advanced. recognize them. They're the, I think they're one of the new beast tribes. And they were, they what were was the little fucking fast flying thing? It was like a little <laughs> pig thing that's flying around. Oh, it's a minion. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. A lot of people commented on that when this got released. They're like, I want that minion. Well, I, I, every minion I see, I'm like, oh. I hate their mounts. The chocobos, or their variation of chocobos. They're very yeah, weird looking. Them. You've been in there. I've been in there? Mm -hmm. Yes, you have. You fought her at E3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did. I'm assuming that's got where she is. Got my ass kicked. Because we had four people in our fucking eight-man party. Who had never played the game before? Those chocos got four wings. That's weird. There she is. Hey there, pretty lady. Oh yeah, I forgot. I was like, I don't remember fighting her indoors, but it transforms into an outdoor area while you're fighting her. Well, and also, objects are not placed in the right spots intentionally in the benchmarks. Okay. Yeah, because my fodder hit like the environment changed. It's a square arena as well instead of a circle. Her actual fight. This looks good. Oh, yeah. Some dancer action going. Kind of breaker. This looks way better than the fucking early content. Yeah. What the hell is that? That's Phoenix. It's the new summon you get. Yep. Do you know, Shave, that they're all wearing their AF gear? I did not notice that, but yeah. That's cool. I should probably watch this on my TV so I can actually get a good look. <laughs> That's a cool variation of the song. That's the limit break for Dancer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Range DPS is a straight line one. So, and then depending on your job, they, the level three one will be specific to you. So. Hmm. So yeah, that was the benchmark. So that is uh, assets from the game in random places and orders and stuff to essentially test your your PC to see yep. if it can run the game. Which makes sense, but they still showed off um, stuff. Just stuff in general, yeah. And it was also cool to see like a lot of moves and like different classes and stuff. I keep calling it classes. I know it's jobs. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna out it. Fucking goddamn it! Um, I hate classes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was really cool though. Um, it's neat to see a lot of that in action. Um, also, the, you know, a lot of the scenarios they showed off was, I mean, like you said, it's a benchmark, so they're mostly showing off like graphic capacity and how well it can run, shit like that. Mm -hmm. But even like the underwater area, I haven't seen that before, so that was really neat to see. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that was pretty cool. You guys' thoughts? I mean, I've run the benchmark, so I've seen it a few times now because I kept making characters and running them through it. And yeah. Um. It's just really neat. The the like you kind of you know said the the aesthetic going into this expansion, and I you know kind of said as well. I love how everything looks. They really, really have have made a very aesthetically pleasing expansion so far. Everything I've seen is just visually awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'm so thrilled that they're just getting better and better at their craft. It seems like so. Yeah, every time an expansion has come out for this game, and I've been playing since the beginning, since the original, fucking off and on, um, 
you know, I see expansion, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm glad there's a new expansion coming out. But every time I see this one, I'm like, this one looks pretty cool. There's like, there's something about it that, that uh, you know, has me curious about it. So it's been kind of part of the reason I'm playing now outside yeah. of that black truck, though. Yeah, and Square's advertising <laughs> the shit out of it. Yep. It's crazy. They're spending money to get the word out, so. They did, they did a really good job graphically with, and I won't spoil anything, but portraying what's happening in the story, mm-hmm. like with the monster design and the landscape design, and really showcases like what's happening at that point in the story and why, what's going on. It's really well done. It's just, if you know it, it's all these subtle little hints where they're like, oh, this makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and intentional Easter eggs. Like you brought up the AF thing, and obviously I apparently missed that somehow. <laughs> um, you know, that that's something you can take away because they, they've really, I mean, they've shown them, but. You know, you didn't really get to like see them in that sense, and then they're everyone's wearing their artifact gear, so yeah, kind of neat. Pretty fucking cool. Let us know in the comments what you think about what we just watched, uh, and uh, is there anything in there that we missed that you're like, hey, that is fucking cool shit. Well, let us know. Uh, next video we're gonna watch is the dungeon crawl video. We're gonna be reacting to that. Um, and yeah, you said this is just showing off new dungeons. Parts of them. They can't show off too much because the dungeons are very connected to the main scenario story. So Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Anything you guys want to say before we hop into this? Uh, no, I've seen this, so I don't want to say anything Same. yet. Same. <laughs> cool. All right. Three, you ready, Chris? Yep. Three, two, one, and go. Sexual themes. Use of alcohol. I better leave. Uh-oh. This isn't good. Ooh, bad. Or whatever. It's the opposite of good. <laughs> I need an adult. It's too mature. It's all mature bringers. Even like, look at the the way the trees look and stuff. Mm. It's just really well designed. Mm. An outdoor dungeon does not. There are some in the game, but they definitely. That's are. pretty cool, though. Yeah. I was this one definitely doesn't seem like it has to, like limits like other outdoor dungeons do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, used to a lot of games kind of sticking with the similar like, you know, indoor theme or something like that. So it's always nice when you get something that's different. Yeah, for sure. And then this is an abandoned building. Wow. Occupied, but not, I don't think, by the original people <laughs> luigi's mansion three squatters there they are luigi man yeah it goes into a mine shaft that's cool that it goes into multiple different places love the lighting yeah it looks great this one makes me think of Coraline every time i see it Pay close attention to the background the whole time you're watching this, too. Um, there are a lot of shifts that happen. This reminds me of fucking Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Yeah, during the boss fight, shit like that happens. Yeah. That's cool looking. There's a dungeon I want you to see in 14. It's an upside-down castle. It's very cool. That game's got a lot of fucking content, man. I keep looking at like the amount of dungeons and minions and mounts and all this shit. I'm like, god damn. Mini. They've been supporting for a while. This is kind of like a... I'm sure you can tell visually, but more like a, a ruins uh, appearance. I think... Kind I of like Native American 
or not Native American, but uh, like Mayan. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I wonder if it's their version of uh, the Alleghenies. I don't know. All these dungeons seem like they have hey, a lot of different um, locations. For sure. That scene was like reminiscent of the opening for Secret of Mana with the pink birds flying by the trees. Oh. Hey! How funny. <laughs> this one's neat too because the, the you see the face here, but there's mm -hmm. gonna be a really hard to miss thing coming up as part of the dungeon right there. Slime. Giant hand. And then this is very like near automata looking. Oh yeah. A particular part of the game, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, it turns very regal. Yeah, it reminds me of um Roman or Greek esque, mm -hmm. fan like fantasy, obviously. But. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're gonna get some flips here of, of monsters slash bosses. Some rowdy boys. Couple of uh, you wanna fuck on me's. That's that very Kingdom Heartsy. A nobody. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I'm ugly. <laughs> not mistaken, though, that guy does design for pretty much every square game all the time, though. So yeah, he's a busy dude. There's just a, a certain theme to Kingdom Hearts visually that anytime I see something similar to, him, I'm like, ah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, that was really cool to watch. Uh, almost every single thing I saw there was awesome looking. All looked like really cool dungeons uh, to go through. And, uh, I mean, I can't wait to play that, but I'm pretty far out from being able to experience that shit. So. Yeah, but, and, and I, this, you know, I've emphasized to you, and if you're unfamiliar with the game, I have to emphasize it to everybody. This is a game you don't want to rush through because um, it is story-driven. So play it at your own pace, and when you get to the content, you'll get there and enjoy it the same as anybody else. So. Yep. Except and once you get there, we'll help you through it. They'll all be done with it and be like, eh, I don't want to do that. That's not you true. Do it on That's your own. not true at all. You wait for 45 minutes finding a group, playing that content. We don't play with noobs. That's how our free company is. We're very hardcore. Yeah. False. Also, this video <laughs> this video will explain why that, that 45 minute statement doesn't matter. Uh, I've actually not since the beginning of the game have waited that long for a party. So that was an exaggeration. Yeah. I waited 15 minutes the other day. Only time I ever wait that long is like, and I probably should be in bed, but three to five o'clock in the yeah. morning, I have a hard time getting That's groups. any game, though, yeah. if you're trying to get into a fucking match of a game, there's way Man, less people at certain times. I wait more than two minutes and start having a panic attack. Oh, Jesus. Damn. He's he's gotten spoiled, though. He's, he's used to, like, switching to tank, hitting Q, and it's like, here you go, and that has kind of stopped all of a sudden. So oh, yeah, like, more, it sounds because you needed... Like, yeah, well, it seems like healers are getting faster cues right now. And that is also our data center, so who knows? And also where you guys are at, you know, there's, I guess, less things to do or something. I obviously got, like, the dailies and shit. But, like, where I'm at, like, fucking whenever I am waiting, I actually, it's kind of nice because I go and do shit that I have, like, different quests lined up. I got plenty to do. I could yeah. be crafting or gathering or... So. The only time it ever sucks is like if I need this dungeon to progress in the story, I'm like, okay, I gotta wait. But you know, I always go and do side shit. So, mm -hmm. um, anything else you guys want to say on that? I, I love the dungeon cool. designs. I love that they have an outdoor one. Uh, I, I it is something I definitely appreciate because it does get a little 
dull being indoors all the time. So it's a good change of scenery. I love the fucking multiple of those dungeons started in a certain location and went to a different location. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I love that. Well, the further you get in the game too, the variances uh, in everything, uh, they've, they've just gotten better and better. I keep emphasizing that and it, but it's just, it's just true. The beginning of the game versus the end of the game, the, the skill of them creating content visually and play wise have just gotten better. So, uh, the writing, not necessarily so much. Um, that's, I feel it's been consistent. I'm not saying it's bad. I want to emphasize that Mm -hmm. the writing hasn't just got like an amazing, amazing, amazing though. I'm, I hope they do blow me away for sure. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. So, um, but I've loved the story throughout the whole game, even, even in 2.0, which you have to piece together because of, the way you know they're fixing a broken game at the time yeah um it's still an interesting story so uh that's what i said man i felt like i was starting the game almost once i got to the end of it yeah obviously there's a lot of content there but fucking like the game felt more structured and ready to build up to something when you're at the point where they literally did build everything so yeah right yeah they weren't going fuck what do we do with this we spent a lot of money making this and we can't just throw it away exactly (laughs) thoughts on the dungeons chris it's just I'm always excited from new dungeons. I like new content. Shiv and I both have said that when the new dungeons come out, we're going in blind. Yeah, I don't want to look no at these guides. ones up. I just want to go in. That's how I prefer to do new content. Anytime I play something, especially when it first comes out, I don't want to know exactly how to do it. You know, if if you get to a, like a wall and you're having an issue fucking getting through it, at mm. that point, yeah, maybe look up some helpful tips or whatever. But yeah, it, it's. I want to experience the fucking game and not just experience my progression while following other people's path. I yeah, guess for sure. So anything else? No. All right. Next video we are watching is the trust system explained by Mr. Happy one, two, two, seven, go subscribe to him or check him out at the very least. If you want to hear somebody explain in greater detail, he is about. a detail guy. He, I always hear his name. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure anybody watching this for this reason knows of him. Um, but yeah, we're going to watch that. She's going to explain the trust system. First look. And yeah, ready, Chris? Yep. Three, two, one, and go. That creepy smile. Hey, everyone. Mr. Happy here. Welcome to my video going over the new trust system being added to Final Fantasy XIV and the next expansion, Shadowbringers. This info and footage is coming to you from the North America media tour that I recently attended. That As is such the, things are the frog, one of the frog bosses in the first dungeon. Whether it be behaviors or their stats, I actually think the trust menu itself and certain other things are probably going to see updates. So we'll put a disclaimer at the bottom that it's currently still in development and let's get started. The trust system will allow players to run Shadowbringers main scenario dungeons with a group of NPCs. To access your trust, you must go to the duty option and select trust to bring up the menu or key bind it to something in the options. In this menu, your current job is listed at the top left. The menu looks so much more modern. Out that party below. <laughs> mm-hmm. By clicking yeah. on their portraits on the right hand side, you can add or remove the trust from their assigned roles. Vanguard was the only tank of the five. Alice was a red mage. Minfilia was a rogue. Alphano was a scholar, and Urian J was an astro. Now, in previews of the trust system, we have oh, yeah, also seen that Ishtula is supposed to be one of them, yeah. who it is safe I to assume probably fills mm-hmm. that sixth portrait slot and will likely be a black mage. It also has been stated we may get more trust options in the future, which is why I think this menu is probably going to change somewhere down the line. Yeah. On top of that, if this the menu well received, the I really hope they expand upon the it. dungeon we wanted to access, and while that's likely because the build was only built with this singular dungeon in mind, 
I'd assume that the top right of this menu is going to look a bit different when we actually see it on launch. Another thing this menu lists is the level of the trust. Now there's no indication anywhere that they need to be leveled, so I'd assume it's just a visual aid to let you know what level they are capped at so you know what skills they have available. I mean, maybe you need to level them, but I don't think so, it's probably just a visual aid. Once you have selected your party, press register for duty and you're off. Remember that the only duties that have been confirmed so far for this feature are Shadowbringer's main scenario dungeons. I wouldn't be surprised they, they to see it expand. extended to other dungeons or instances eventually, so. but that's all I can say with certainty. Once in the dungeon, the trusts act completely autonomously of your influence. You won't need to micromanage them like you do squadrons, oh, so and their nice. decision making is actually a nice step up from the squadron system as well. The tank trusts will engage enemies once you are close enough or when you attack them. Probably best to just let them go in first. He even automatically attempted to face them away He's after also playing dancer right now if you want to see the visuals for that. The healer trusts alternate between their offensive and defensive cool skills looking. decently really enough, with Uriange especially throwing out astro cards all the time. I would not advise doing a wall-to-wall -wall pull, though. They aren't that good. The DPS trusts take care of the basics, though the overall DPS of trust is certainly lower than that of other players. It's not like they're trying to hit a skill every GCD, they just kind of hit them occasionally. They also appear to take a bit less damage from enemies as well. Mm -hmm. At least, Minfilia also lands Trick Attack. Overall, I was pretty happy with the trust performance in the dungeon. They dodge AoEs, do mechanics properly, and they even have a bit of idle chit-chat with you and each other. There's also That's some interesting cool. interactions with the encounters. The final encounter of this dungeon I tested them in, Don Meg, had some pretty funny ones, especially towards the end. Now, the trusts aren't perfect, though, but that's probably by design. Thancred often took a few GCDs to do any AoE abilities, so a lot of the times mobs got loose. He also was seemingly inefficient at properly interrupting abilities. There's only a few, but I don't think he interrupted any of them. Mm -hmm. Trusts also tend to stop attacking when performing certain mechanics or when they are role-playing out certain portions of the fight. It's entertaining, but it's certainly less efficient. I actually quite liked the final execution of it by the time I was done with the dungeon, though, as it clearly shows why these things would be faster with other players while offering an immersive alternative with these characters on its own. For anyone who has any sort of social anxiety or just doesn't Stranger have a lot of time and may not want to wait for a queue, or even someone looking to learn the dungeon from the movements that the trusts actually use, it's good for yeah, all those things. And I never felt like I was at danger point. of mm -hmm. losing because of the trust performance outside of pulling wall to wall. It was really just the boss fights. They relied on me to do my part correctly, and by watching them, I could easily discern that. Another little thing I noticed that Minfilia would never use the limit break, but Alice would swoop right in on the final boss and use it right away. <laughs> yeah, they have personalities. I'm not sure this is random or just neat. based on these characters' general behaviors. Definitely sounds like an Alice thing. Either oh, yeah, way, the system was fun to use, that. but hopefully it doesn't lead to a ton of people trying to create solo instances day one and give us our good old Raubon ultimate. Please. That's going to be a wrap for my thoughts on the trust system. If you have any questions, be sure to throw them in the comment section. I don't think there's anything I forgot to mention, but you may disagree. So just go ask me there and I'll do it. You forgot, goddammit! Be sure to like, ah! subscribe, and share. And check out all the other videos from the media tour that I have posted today. I'll see you all next time. And until then, take care. Bye. Yeah, so you get uh, main scenario characters as NPCs. They are programmed to do everything without you having to do anything to them and they have personalities so like he brought up uh minfilia would not use the limit break so that you could but alice a will just take it from you as soon as it's ready she'll limit break um, alice a also will occasionally miss mechanics um versus like 
uh, other NPCs are really good about dodging them. So they're intentionally, she's meant to be, she's a reckless person in the game and they made her reckless. And it's really kind of neat because it does add that level of immersion to, uh, to the story aspect of the game. Uh, the other thing, I don't know if he mentioned it in that video. I know he says something about the time, but I, I had read or heard from someone else that the dungeons take about half an hour with the trust versus like playing with people probably closer to 15 minutes. So. Yeah. So just some points out there, but uh, thoughts on the system. I think it's really cool. One thing I've been saying for a while when it comes to this game, I'm sure people agree, but like this is one of the only MMOs I've played that actually kind of feels, and it is a Final Fantasy. It's the 14th one, obviously. Um, but this game always, or a lot of the time, feels like a single-player JRPG to me and sometime, at some points, and then I play with people. So like adding this system kind of like concretes that in the sense obviously you can use this system for everyone i think the biggest thing is there's some people who don't like to play with random people or you don't want to wait for that fucking queue um but they they talk to each other there's interactions happening when you play with these guys and to me that reminds me of when you're playing almost any jrpg with a fucking party like that's on the map at the same time with you um those interactions and stuff you get that feeling of a single player game and that, that i think it's kind of neat because it's a new way to experience the dungeons you've already played. For whatever reason you're doing it, you're experiencing it differently that way. And it might take longer. There is an incentive to still play with people who know what they're doing, but there's options and there's interesting options. It's not just, well, you could do this if you have to. It's like, this is a different way to play it. And it's really neat. And I would love to see them expand on and add new NPCs and add this to all the dungeons um, eventually, which I feel like they, sh they would do. It would only make sense to do that. Um, so I think it's awesome. You know, I don't know how often I'd be using it, but I feel like there's some diehard players out there who might go through every dungeon like this just to say that they did it, just to see what happens, see the interactions, see how the NPCs uh, play versus actual people. And he made a great point too when he said, you know, you might want to get used to the dungeon and see how, you know, they play their roles and stuff like that uh, without playing with people at first. Um, it is a good way to do that. It's almost like a practice run or something, even though it does count. So uh, all in all, I think it's a great new system. I think it'll also be good for leveling alternate jobs later. Sure. Oh yeah, for sure. sure. For sure. Because if you're me, you know, and you stay up way too late and the queue times are really bad, that's exactly what the system is there for. You could still get in there and do it. Uh, right now they're doing an event where you have to do a bunch of old content to get these seals to buy rewards. And I kind of got tired of queuing up for it. So I was doing the squadrons, which is the the current version of NPCs in the game. So, mm. and I finished it out that way. It was slower, but I didn't have to wait either in between dungeons, so. This is just like a direct upgrade from what squadrons are currently, 100%. which is really nice to see. Um, I, I'm curious as what they're gonna do with squadrons, but they're just gonna kind of leave them in the dirt or if you're gonna kind of have some like kind of incorporation of your squadron into this system. I think would be really nice to see, but who knows? Um, and then I, this is something that I would probably run the same dungeon over and over again, just with different team comps, just to see how they would chit chat with each other. Mm -hmm. You want to find those weird interactions and see what they say. Um, and it just seems a fun and easy way to learn dungeons without the pressure, like you said, of having other people be like, "Why don't you know this already? You did this mechanic wrong." Blah 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 blah. Or playing with people who might suck, and then you don't have to be that person. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny too because, it, and I'm going to quote Mr. Happy a little bit on this one. He he has said there's there's you know, people who are just not good at playing games, right? And there's the they just it's going to happen. 
Those different skill levels for sure. For, and it's, it's his point. He's like, and so um, it it makes it accessible to them. And obviously people get concerned with like games becoming more casual. Well, there's different types of becoming more casual, right? The game still offers hardcore content for hardcore players, but also offers accessibility for people to be able to play the game. I don't, there's no losing there. That's win-win. sure because the hardcore stuff's still there, and the people who want that are going to go for that. They're not going to go for the easy shit if they're interested in that. I know plenty of people who want to do like, oh, I did this, I beat this, blah blah blah. But then, yeah, there's people who don't give a fuck about that at all. They, and they just want to play, play the game. They want to experience the story. They want to level their character. Hang Maybe out with their friends. Ease into yeah, playing with people. Buy a house. Yep. Run a bar. <laughs> and it'll retain those players later on too because sometimes the hardcore players get tired of doing hardcore stuff they just kind of like ease out into something more you know casual and sometimes yeah, the casual players want to dive yeah. into that harder yep. stuff it's just another option which is i think always good as long as it, yeah it doesn't cheapen the experience it offer the easier better better route of getting something done and the trust is a hit or miss system for sure because you can yeah. get the content done but it's going to take longer it's not going to be as efficient. And he said you do still have to play a role. They're not going to carry you through it, mm-hmm. which is right. really cool. So, Because it would kind of suck if you could just like, ah, I'm just going to follow these guys while I'm on my phone or something. Pretty much. Right. So, yeah, yeah all in all. I know the squadron system, and I don't know if it's the same with trust system, obviously. But squadron system, bosses will only use mechanics on you, so you can't AFK it. They go, you're the player. You're going to you're gonna be the one dancing. So. Mm-hmm. It makes some of the dungeons very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like it would be rough. Yeah. And squadrons versus NPC or versus trust. The squadron system has a micromanagement system. So there's an attack button, a don't attack button, and use the limit gauge button. So you have to like go, okay, stop attacking, get out of that. So there's more input involved, less AI. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, that's a huge upgrade that they are smart enough to get out of. So hopefully they can just replace it all with the trust system, which would be maybe awesome. Phase out squad, or yeah. squadron. Yeah, that would be called. great. So squadrons. I don't know. I don't know. Shit. All right. Anything else? No. Looks cool. Oh yeah. I think it's a good good new feature. Let us know in the comments what do you think about the new trust system. Last video we're gonna watch is the job actions video for Shadowbringer. It's gonna be showing. Uh, move sets essentially for the jobs uh mm-hmm. new moves stuff like that the one i will be watching for for sure is the machinist because i am now playing that and i'd like to know what <laughs> new class essentially they'll be adding to that is yeah so and th- this is v- a visual uh tour so there's no information on the screen they're not going to tell you what the moves are and what they do and we're going like to be that. reacting yeah um like i said you know throughout the video there are people who have done full breakdowns. So if you're interested in a specific class or you see something really flashy during this, even you're like, I want to see, I want to know more about that. There's people out there who have done that. So you yep. should definitely watch those. Yeah. You ready, Chris? I am. All right. Three, two, one, and go. Uh, oh, more sexual shit. Ah! Too much, oh, my virgin too much, eyes. Too much Final Fantasy sex happening. It's the real Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yob Actions. Gunbreaker. And other languages. So now you can see what they look like. From the Dive target. in. That was, uh, that was giving a move. 
or buff or something. Okay. There's a shield for an ally right there. Melee attack. More melee prior combo. I know a lot of the moves are named after the limit breaks from Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. That was fucking cool. He swung multiple times and my stab already shot, shot through him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bard. I am the bird. And someone had brought it up to uh, in Discord at one point, but that bow is two horns. Yep. Oh yeah. That guy's just getting cardio in, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> you just fucking wait. Dang. Wait till you see Ninja and Monk. I mean, you uh, play Monk a little, but you oh, haven't seen a max level oh, yeah. Monk. <laughs> but Monk ain't jumping ten feet in the air and fucking playing guitar and shit. Hey, good, baby. Oh, so cool looking. Chevalier Dragon. Chevalier is a horse rider, right? So much flash. Oh, yeah. That was cool looking. This is the one with the fucking teleporter. <laughs> the very big jump. Yeah. Uh, the, the rings. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking jump gate. The animation is out of a, an encounter, which I'm blanking on, and people are probably going to be like, oh, you fucking new. I'm pretty sure it was Nidhogg, but. <laughs> the jumps are so fast now. They're so much faster. There it is. Yeah, that's really cool looking. <laughs> Summon the Stargates. Black Mage. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try the German version. Ley lines. Ley lights. I'm so ignorant of this class. I just know you stand in that circle and you nuke things. Seems pretty hey. simple. Mm -hmm. It's so weird going from Monk to fucking Sheenus though, because like I'm so not used to standing, standing back, <laughs> shooting at shit. Like I said earlier, like when the circles like come out and you gotta get out of them, I'm already out of them. Yep. So I'm just like, what do I do? I feel bad. I'm like, they're doing so much. Eventually, I feel like I'm doing nothing. Eventually, bosses will have uh, donuts instead of circles. Mm -hmm. They're meant for you to move instead oh, yeah. of immediately. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I experienced them on fucking Titania. Actually, guy was yelling at us, like, get in the circle. I was like, alright. I like the the animations for this one. Yeah. Very flashy. What is this? The Astrologian, yeah. they draw cards for buffs. Who also are trying to hit certain emblems to get a bigger card. So you're fucking gambling? Kinda. They've simplified it a lot more now. I don't like inconsistency. I mean, the main role is healer, so yeah. I mean, they do that. So they just don't heal. And this I could is the one be I like. really fucking cool animations. Though. No, they're all the planets. Yeah, they're fun to watch. <laughs> What's that building on the back? That's a dungeon or That's a town. Cool. I don't know, but yeah. Samurai. Look at Chevy. Yeah. Samurai. Not a lot of changes here for any Samurai players. Uh, just a couple additions. The playstyle remains intact. So.
Use that move of all the things. That allows you to use the end of your combos without going through the combos. Mm. So you can use the end moves to get these uh, marks. Blanking on name. Yeah. But yeah, oh. and then you spend the tokens on finishers. And then this is added, second finisher, immediately That's after. Cool so, and then Meditate, which they originally would fill this bar up only, but now they've added moves to it. So hmm. now there's a reward for like waiting a second and doing a move. Warrior. Yo, Krieger, dude. You see how they look like Berserkers. Mm. A lot of the moves are like stone and fire like looking. They got beef. Duh, they are beef. There's the shield. Shielding an ally move. That's the new one, the AoE twirl. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool, yeah. They've been talking for so long, though. Felcleave! Yeah, I was like, people were like, oh yeah. <laughs> this is what they wanted. This is their damage. I believe it's a big damage move. But you can just spam the shit out of it now. Red pretty straightforward to play. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Why are they fucking so far out there? They're casters. Uh-huh. Goddamn. They're actually dot out there. They're hybrid. They cast yeah. and they do melee. So they have an orb in one hand and a rapier in the other. And then they Ooh. hold the rapier upside down and put the orb on top and that's the staff. Uh-huh. And then when they go in, they, they do it again. Like that. They do their little combo, Moro. and you backflip out, and you go back to the caster again. Yep. That's pretty cool. They're, They're fun. Hybrid. Yeah. Monk. Oh yeah, yo munch. God, they move so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I, when I start playing other ones, I'm like, oh, everybody doesn't move like this, okay? And then they get their own, like, meditative move. Yeah. See, some of these, I don't know if they're new or if I'm just not far enough to have seen them yet. Fucking, I recognize a lot of them, too. Not that one. Kamehameha. How are they? I'm interested. I, say I don't play tank, but there's some moves in here that make me interested in paladin. Oh, that's a very universal word. Every yeah. fucking language is paladin. Like that's cool looking. See what it is about paladins with this expansion is they remind me of Agrius from Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. Um, she's like one of my favorite characters. Lightning strike! Boom! Boom! Very cool. Yeah, cool looking. Feel, I think. Boom! Big sword out of the ground. Hey, look, here's my other class. Ninja. Another non sitting still job. Yeah, I'm not sure about Ninja. They're very Actually, cool. it looks like they have a lot of sitting still now with how they can do ninjutsus. Um, you can do a lot of casting, it looks like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but look how fast they're doing things. I though. love the way the fire works. It is pretty fast. I think their button presses are going to be the probably the fastest. 
just for those just for the ninjutsu ones they're the fast they're the really fast so cool yeah they help me see i'm tempted to level my my ninja first because i really enjoyed it are they just dps or what are they yeah uh, they do DPS. a lot well they used to they're it's getting taken away from them now but they did a lot of supportive stuff too <laughs> hey it's my healer Flowers for you. Yeah, you uh, this uh, scenery, especially the clouds and shit in the background, really fucking cool looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I should be looking at her and fucking what she's doing. But I was like, wow, this It's hard crazy. to take away what, it, what the casters are doing without playing them, though. You know? Get your own yeah. wings now. Yeah, it doesn't move to get your wings. It's pretty cool. Kind of reminds me of those things uh, you guys had on. Those, um, Boom, big nuke. Oh. That nuke is, uh, you fill, that's where your flower gauge got turned into. Oh, right, right. Builds up to that nuke. Scholar, another healer. They use a fairy to help them heal. And every job is so fucking different. Different? Yeah. 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 They did a really good job Great. with that. All, like, they don't even, like, seem remotely the same. This is new. Yeah, they changed the fairy into a sylph. Or sylph? I might have that wrong. What actually hangs out? Temporarily, it's a buff for your fairy. It's Think. like summoners when they turn their pets into Bahamut. Yeah, Bahamut or Phoenix is temporary. And bye. And then your normal one comes back. Speaking Summer. of the dong. This is probably my favorite caster. But it's very involved. <laughs> yes. Although I think they reduced oh, that in this. That's cool. Yeah. Akborn. Akborn. <laughs> Where'd he go? It's temporary. Ah, bitch. And then. The gauge changed. Mm -hmm. And then the new toy, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. They also made major changes to the pet's uh, actions. They're no oh. longer a separate bar. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Yeah, the, all the new moves look fucking awesome. Bioblaster. Flamethrower. Could not see that one. Chains. So I don't know if you can if you noticed yet, but they're taking a lot of influence from Prompto from 15 for Gunner. Well, it's also a lot I thought out of Compass 5. There's the buddy. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Ricochet yeah, shot. This looks so different than what I'm doing right now. It is. <laughs> I listened to Mr. Howdy talk about it. I think it was him the drill. Bit. Saying that essentially it's like a couple moves stayed, but other than that, it's almost it's like a completely new, new fucking job. Yeah, even their gauges do different things now. Yeah, look different, yeah. Dancer. Kind of glad I'm getting to try them out before they change them because now I know what it was like. Yeah, Picked your dancing partner. And then you can see the, mo the Simon game down here. They're doing it right now. That's interesting. And then finisher. And both people get the buff. 
Yeah, they're very supporty. Very cool, though. I'm excited yeah. for it. Everyone is. I think yeah. it's crazy. That was the first thing out of this expansion that I even noticed. I was like, oh shit, that's really cool. Gap closer. Yeah, so they have melee ranged and ranged stuff. Oh uh, yeah, baby. This is Chris's tank. Dark Knight. Also the poster child of the expansion. Yeah. That's what they move. You want to be broody? This is what. It's cool looking. Oh yeah. Reminds me of uh, Nightmare from Soul Calibur. Oh yeah. Yeah. The darkness. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> they timed that so well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. There you go. Very cool. So yeah, it's a very flashy game. If this oh, yeah. is your first time watching. <laughs> Man, that was pretty dull. One thing I really appreciate about um, Final Fantasy XIV when it comes to their animations and where they've gone with them and stuff when it comes to the combat is all MMOs need to have visuals that differentiate the moves. And of course, people are going to want them to look good or whatever. But a lot of times, they're just like colors that flash a lot and like beams and fireballs and shit like that. And that's fine. And that's actually something that turns me off a lot from a lot of MMOs that I played in the past. I played a lot of them. And fucking... If, if the moves start not they, they don't start evolving into something better looking you know if the if the, if the progression's fine enough i'll keep playing but a lot of times i'm like eh, this is kind of boring to look at that game though like it's not when you look at it, there's a lot of flashing and shit going on a lot of crazy shit a lot of flashy stuff going on but at the same time there's a lot of like really detailed animations that they've that they've put into that the astrologian whatever the fuck it's called mm -hmm. that was like a lot of shit going on um <laughs> All of them have very distinct, and of course you can make the argument for any MMO, they have distinct moves or whatever, but they're very detailed to what the style of that job is. And it's... it's Even down to sound cues. At the, mm -hmm. at the very least, even if you don't even play the game, it's something I think most people can appreciate that they're really trying to differentiate every single one of the jobs to make them feel unique. And I think they nail it because watching each one of those, even if I wasn't playing the game, I still enjoyed seeing... The animations and their moves and stuff they're very different yeah none of those seem the same to me no i uh, speaking on that just out of like you're playing the game uh even earlier uh right before we started filming i was running uh with chris through a dungeon and i happened to sneak in a, a, a instant cast holy and he didn't necessarily see it but he's like i heard that holy <laughs> so like he, he knew that i yeah. had i had casted it so uh, that is obviously a, a little more of an obvious spell. It, it's the only thing that sounds like it, but mm -hmm. um, it was still in the middle of all the combat happening. He knew that it, I had casted holy, so um, usually can also tell when I use a seize because <laughs> everything around me just dies in the little dungeons at that point. But yeah, 
It was just kamikazes himself into it. Yeah, if I get close, I'm probably getting ready to use the C's. <laughs> Is that that weird ball thing that you do? I just like rotate and a oh. bunch of like lines basically come out of me and it does healing, mana regen, and damage. Uh-huh. Damn. That's yeah, pretty cool. But it's on a cooldown, so I can't just spam it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That'd be ridiculous if you could do that. I love that move. Um yeah, overall in that video specifically, I think, you know, everything I saw was awesome. That made me interested in a lot of classes or jobs that I almost don't even think I knew existed. And uh, but specifically, I've been curious about playing the machines for a while and I am playing now, but also just like all the new moves, really exciting to me to be able to play what I think Mr. Happy said was finally, it feels like they've they've nailed something with this because I know they've been struggling to try and carve out something interesting mm-hmm. with that job. And so I'm glad to hear that, that I think they did it. And from my perspective on what I'm seeing, I think it looks really cool. Um, it is definitely up my alley, but a lot of those look really cool. And I know they added a lot of new moves, which is really exciting for anybody who's playing the game to have just like all these different things added to the jobs you already know and love. Uh, you know, fine tuning is really important not to really compare the two, but like, you know, Warframe constantly does a good job at like remaking systems 2.0, this 2.0, that, and, uh, changing things that aren't fun or don't work. And, you know, I think any developer, you know, that's worth, you know, anything will do that, but some people don't, they're not willing to restructure shit. They're just going to change some numbers in the code and hope you'll be fine with it. But this, you know, it's a flashy ass game, so for them to redo a class and add whole new moves and stuff like that, it's really cool. So it's it's really exciting. Yeah, and well, and especially in like the MMO space, I think what you're really gonna notice too is the difference between a free to play MMO, which are great games, don't get me wrong, versus a a premium, you know, pay to play MMO. Um, you're seeing where the money's going. Yeah, right. So. I used to, I used to, and I still think the market, even though this game is arguing against my argument because they're doing fine for the most part though i don't think you can really get away with doing subscription-based mo's anymore uh but and i used to argue with one phase 14 i'm like you'd be like well they support it, blah, blah blah i'm like yeah but every mo people support um but you know taking this long of a break and coming back and seeing the amount of shit they've added to the game um at least they did use that money they mm-hmm. have been adding shit to it the game has gotten huge there's a lot to it so, um, you know, I think that kind of is a good counter to my original argument. I wouldn't make that argument anymore just because they have supported the game like a motherfucker more than a lot of games. And they have a very strict schedule for releasing content. Yeah. So, which you, is important. You know, like, for example, Shadowbringers is going to come out. We're going to get two weeks to just kind of play through, get used to the jobs, play through the story. Uh, if, you're, if you're rushing, you know, obviously yeah. you don't have to do or any if you're of this. Russian. Um, and then in two weeks, the raid comes out. And so everyone will get to start doing the raid and getting used mm. to that and getting geared out of that. And then two weeks after that, the savage mode will come out, which is the I'm doing endgame content. Yo, thing. it's my mode. So uh, I don't, savage I don't really do savage too much. I'm definitely more in the, the casual ballpark in that regard. Um, I like doing the raid for the visual aspect and the story part, but... Um, I, I like that they offer usually an artifact in relic quest to get end game gear without having to do that. Because for me, it's more about just kind of playing the game. Um, I'm not trying to find seven other people that can play at the same exact time as me every day. And that is fun. I used to do it in the past, you know, when I was younger and, and, and worked, uh, part time, but 
now it, that's really hard for me to do so yeah yeah yeah. And the game lets you do both. Also, a fun little information for in case you're not in the combat stuff. Um, I have to say as well, the game has crafting and gathering, and they are full games in themselves. You're not yeah. just clicking a button and making something. You ha you have moves. Yeah, you have to a whole make thing things. And then they're adding an end game scenario in Shadowbringers for crafters and gatherers as well. So, um, oh really? Full game. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, that's not for me, but fucking, I know people love crafting. It's, so it's a little for me. Yeah. I I have max level crafting and gathering. So that's cool. There's something to look forward to with that. Yeah. Chris, thoughts on that video? Um, well, I've seen it before, but it's it's nice to see that they're they're continuing to not be afraid to change classes, um, as they see fit and as like the player base player base has asked for. Um, like in the past, Bard I think has gone through the most changes of classes. Pretty consistently, yeah. Um, but almost every expansion, they've become different class, almost. Yeah, this is the first time they got subtle changes because so, they, they kind of got the flow down of it now. Right, right. Because in the first one, they were definitely like arranged with like support skills. And then in the Heaven's Word, they were casters, which was really, really odd. Um, it kind of changed their place out altogether. Oh, that's weird that they changed it that much. Yeah, you couldn't move while doing your moves and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, they changed so. it almost entirely. And then they went back to it in Stormblood because they heard the players complaining about it. Um, um, and they offer a few supports, but not a lot of support. Um, and then I know from what I've heard in the next expansion, they're going to be kind of, as far as like DPS for a range cast, DPS is going to be middle, and they're going to offer a little bit of support, but not a lot. Yeah. I think the idea is that machinists out of the ranged physical will be the heavy damage, less support. Yep. Yeah. Bart will be in the middle and dance will be more on the support side. So mm -hmm. could be wrong. Please correct me if I am. So, yeah, but yeah, I'm excited to see where they go with all these classes and what other stuff they're going to add to it. And it's just exciting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is there anything else you guys want to add closing this out for Shadowbringers <laughs> coming up very soon? Um, the only thing I want to add is, and I've seen it happen a couple times now where people will join and they want to play with their friends. And I get that mentality hundred percent. Um, I do think it is very important to not treat Final Fantasy 14 the same way you treat most other MMOs and try to just rush down and do the end game content. I think the experience of the story in 14 is really its biggest shining uh, point. And, uh, and they, they don't get me wrong. They do a great job on end game content. Um, so there is that raid scene if you are interested, but I do think um, it is worth taking your time um, and at whatever pace you want, obviously, but take your time, actually experience the story. It is good. Um, if you really just don't care, it does. Uh, they do offer uh, you have to pay for it, but you can s skip to play the expansion. Yeah, so. I, I was going to emphasize that as well, regardless of, you know, if somebody agrees with you or not or takes out your advice or not, if they do want the option to skip over it, it's there. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you can do that. As well. like Don't $15. let that stop you. Yeah. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> and it goes on sale sometimes too. Cuz there so. are people who just do not have the attention span to get through that and mm -hmm. if you want them to play it, I think it'd be a smart option for someone like that. There's people who just will not sit through it yeah and it's offered so and it will get you right to where you can day one you can play Shadowbringers. you don't have to play the rest if you don't want to so mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. obviously your preference i just personally as someone who plays mmos and plays story-driven games i think this game offers both and you should do both i think it's more of a story-driven game than it is an mmo it's absolutely an mmo 100 yeah. that's what it is but they 
they emphasize the story so much that it will actually stop you in your progress. Yes. Yep. So it's it's definitely they want to tell you that story. Mm. And you need to do it the way they want you to do it. So you're gonna sit down and you're gonna listen to my story. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I mean. I'll be easy to find on Friday. I, I took the day off from work. I'm going to sit down and play the game all day. So, Join us on in our free company, Tasty Gaming. <laughs> Coral on Crystal. Crystal yeah. Join our fucking clan and let's dominate everything. Clan? You want to join my clan? Except we're, we're super casual. Guild. <laughs> fucking grouping. A murder of... Uh, TLG crew people. Although it's a small group, there's usually someone on too. Yeah. yeah. There's Chevy yeah, or I or, Rob players. or Somebody. Yeah. And let us know in the comments. What do you think about all the things that we watched? We think about those job changes. We think about uh, Shadowbringers. Are you excited for it? Are you going to be playing it day one? Are you not playing at all? Did you not even know this is coming out? Are you interested in playing this? Are you not interested in playing this? Have you played this before? And uh, if you don't play it now, why don't you do that? Let us know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Final Fantasy XIV and Shadowbringers in the comments below. That's going to do it for this uh, preview for Shadowbringers. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasty Luke Gaming. Check out me and Chris on Twitch and only Twitch at Tasty Senpai. All one word. That's me. Tasty underscore fruit. That's Chris. We got our uh, streaming rights revoked for like 90 days on YouTube. So if you want to watch my streams, you got to go to Twitch. Tasty Senpai. Thanks, Ubisoft. Um, yeah, thanks, Ubisoft. It's their yeah, fucking thanks, fault. Thanks, Still love you, but still, that's fucked up. Um, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time, about whatever the fuck you want, for the most part. And uh, I want to apologize for technical difficulties we've had in this episode. You guys understand, but just want to say it. Uh, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. Until the next episode, which should be Tasty Tuesday, have a good weekend, guys, or week, and take it easy. <laughs>